Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Let's go to Pip Adam now. Hi, Pip. Kia ora, Jessie. How are you? Good. Always lovely having you on the show, friend. Um, yeah. First of all, Thomas and Slay. Um, you've Yay. got a big gig coming up. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, like, um, we're only a couple of weeks out from the Aotearoa New Zealand Festival of the Arts and the amazing um, writers um, part of that um, event. Um, so there's a series of amazing events um, circling around literature and books and writing and speaking and poetry. And, yeah, it's fantastic. And on the 25th of February at 3.30, I'm really lucky. I'll be talking to the, one of my favourite writers, Thompson Slay, about her work. And, um, yeah. I just thought I'd take this opportunity to maybe talk about Thomason's work. Um, she's written three amazing novels, and I thought we could maybe chat about those um, just in case there are people out there that are interested in her work. Yeah, yes, please. And I think the most recent one was The Words for Her. Uh, tell us about this one. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to work out whether to do it backwards or forwards. So <laughs> these... Um, <laughs> These three novels form a very loose trilogy. Um, they circle around very similar ideas, but um, approach them in very different ways. So The Words for Her was published last year in 2023. And um, it's about a world where um, people start disappearing from photos. So what happens is all the photos that you've taken all your life, um, you start disappearing from them. So... Um, and it's impossible to take a photo of you anymore. Um, so at first it seems like, you know, um, it may seem like a relatively low stakes thing, but the thing is that it just has these massive repercussions. And, you know, it allows this premise, kind of allows Thomason to have a look at ideas of um, memory and ideas of um, the way time passes and ideas of identity and really also sort of have a look at um, how we live our lives now, you know, like with the absolute ubiquity of a telephone that can take a photo at any moment. Um, yeah, especially around um, our children and our families and the whole kind of selfie, self-determination kind of look. So it's a really great book. Um, great premise, I mean, eh? Uh, it's so good because the thing is that what I love about the reading experience is you read it to start off with and think, oh, yeah, I could do without photos of me. But then Thomason is just so great at kind of um, raising the stakes. So, yeah, like, you know, you start thinking, oh, yeah, but also I wouldn't be able to have a passport. And also, mm -hmm. you know, I there would be no facial recognition. Um, you know, we've been talking about that with supermarkets. So, you know, would there be more controls over the people that have disappeared? And what's great in the book is that not everyone disappears at the same time. So um, we start to see how certain people are treated differently in society. It, it's an amazing book. It's an incredible book. Yeah. And do the people who are disappearing have anything in common with each other? 
Um, I don't want to give any spoilers. Yeah, today, fair enough. Um, fair but enough. I think, yeah, because I think that is one of the things about this book as well is that it's dealing with very emotive kind of ideas, but it has a very good plot as well. Like you're sort of pulled along with the plot, and the plot allows you to feel certain things as you go as well. So yeah, it's it's an incredible, yeah, it, it's a really interesting read, and it just makes everything look odd. Like I read it in quite big clumps. Like I sort of sat for four or five hours at a time and read it, and then I went back to my phone and sort of looked at Instagram and it was like, oh, weird. And yeah, it's quite <laughs> nice in that way too that it yeah. leads into the rest of it as well, yeah. I'm not sure if you mentioned, by the way, that Thomason is a New Zealand writer. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is set in New Zealand. Yes, set in Fakatane, I think. Fakatane, yeah, which I think is so great as well. Like this idea of, um, you know, Auckland is close by, but not the centre, and um, just these ideas of um, uh, a city, a, a town, I suppose, that circles around one piece of industry. Like there's a mill there, that um, and the repercussions of that, and yeah, it's it's a really, um, it's a really beautiful observation of that stuff as well. Lovely. Uh, talking to Pip Adam about a New Zealand author who she's interviewing as part of the Festival of the Arts, um, Thomason Slay, and Women in the Field. Yes, so Women in the Field 1 and 2. This is the second book. Um, it was published in 2018. So what I find really interesting about this book is that where the first and third books look at photography, you know, the, the very realistic kind of capturing, um, well, realistic, I guess that's debatable, but this, this sort of capturing um, this second book um, deals with painting and not um, overly representational painting, mm. like painting that is um, a little bit more imagistic and, and sort of free. And I think that it has some really interesting things to say and hear about um, that kind of representation of women like, um, and, and people. Um, and I think what's really great about this is Thomason is an amazing art writer as well. Like one of the other things that Thomason does as well as making amazing novels is writes incredible art criticism. So this, these, the artists involved in this, the, there are sort of um, these, yeah, these these invented, imagined women artists. They're both British, and um, oh, that's not right, actually. But yeah, they um, so they're both imagined, but they're imagined by a mind that really understands the industry and understands the theory and understands sort of um, the progression of um, painting as an art. So yeah, it's quite. Um, yeah, it, it, it's very stunning because you keep forgetting that they're not um, real people, which then again is one of my favourite things about Thomason's work is this play with reality, like um, the real and then the surreal and the, yeah, the imagined. And it's all, it all does this wonderful sort of um, washing machine in your brain. It's fantastic. Yeah, it sounds like quite ambitious works as well. Um, and Adlib is the other novel of hers. Yeah, and this, um, I must, I know you're not supposed to have favourites, but I really, really, <laughs> really love this book. Um, so, Adlib, again, all three of these books are published by Lawrence and Gibson. Um, Thomason is part of the Lawrence and Gibson Collective, which is an independent publisher here in New Zealand, um, which is run as a collective. Um, they're big, um, Thomason's latest book actually came out at the same time as Tehema Baker's turncoat so they're all part of the collective and adlib is sort of about reality tv well it is about reality tv so it's kind of about um a person who loses a celebrity um, mother and um 
and sort of inherits this reality TV show. And, you know, you know my love of reality TV. Um, <laughs> and, again, there's this layering of um, reality underneath um, image, you know, the image that you project. And I think what all three books have in common is this idea of being visible versus being broadcast versus being captured by um, a painting. So they're all very interesting around identity, which I think is really great as well. Um, Can you tell us more about this publisher? Because I'm just having a look on their website. They published Mm. all of these books by Thomason and um, actually every one of the books they publish almost all of which seem to be New Zealand books, uh, look interesting and beautiful and published with care and love. Yeah, um, Lawrence and Gibson is an incredible project here in Wellington. So um, what happens there is that they actually publish out of a um, room um, that is used by a few people. Um, um, It's sort of, when I first met it, it was called Rebel Press. So it's a um, place that can do short-run publication. So what happens is that the collective takes care of the means of production as well as the marketing, the covers, the um, editing. So one of the collective will write a book and the others will support um, that will will then shift into other roles. They're all writers, but someone will take care of the production, someone will take care of the copy editing, and then everyone gets together and makes the books together. So um, they're printed there, they're guillotined, they're um, bound there, and then distributed from from that room. So it's a very interesting um, sort of response to perhaps bigger, more commercial um, publishing companies, you know, they, they, I'm pretty sure that any money that is made goes back into the collective, so it means that they can publish more books. So they're sort of at this zero-sum kind of thing, which is really great. But, yeah, um, Brandon Nangalingam is part of that. Murdoch Stevens is part of that. Tihima Baker, they um, published Alice Tafai's book a couple of years ago. So it's something very special, I think, in New Zealand that sort of speaks back to Spiral, who published Kerry Hume's um, Bone People. Mm. It's it's a really it's a really exciting thing. Very distinctive name, Thomason, isn't it? We've got a Thomason McKenzie as yeah. well. I don't think I've ever come across a Thomason before. Now there's two notable New Zealanders with that name. It's so true. It's so true. And it's I, I think that is just one of the wonderful things is, um, yeah, what a great name. Yeah. I often think about that when I meet people that are writing. That's a good uh, author's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and kind of exciting for you that one of your favourite writers is not just based here in New Zealand but is currently active, has written three novels and presumably will write many more. Yeah, I think it's really, I feel exceptionally lucky. Like I read this first book when it came out and just thought, oh my gosh, I love it so much. And then it has just continued and I feel really excited to be able to talk to Thomason. And yeah, I, um, yeah I'm yeah, i very grateful to be alive in the time of Thomason's Slay. <laughs> Thanks, Pip. Great to have you on. Awesome. Have a really good day. Pip Adam with uh, three novels from the uh, author Thomason Slay. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.